Hey guys, welcome in to College Sportscast. <clears throat> we are doing our game day pick them tonight, and we are excited to do this. We've got uh, a bunch of basketball games to pick. At least I'm excited about doing a bunch of basketball games. And uh, so we've got the two Johns on with me tonight. We've got John Hammonds and John Roberts. At least I have some people on with me tonight. Uh, Tuesday night, it was a solo artist deal, so uh, I was I come out swinging. Anyways, so hey, hey, two Johns, glad you guys are back with me. What's up, man? You're just gonna, gonna have to, you're just gonna have to flush this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first thing I want to talk about tonight, I have on a Reaper Apparel Company shirt. It just come in today, and I want to put this up <clears throat> and talk about this. So this one is called Time Wasted is Time Lost. And if you will, it's got an hourglass, and if I can, Reaper Apparel Company. So this is a cool T-shirt. It just come in tonight, and... If you will look on your screen, guys, we got the Reaper Apparel Company link that you can use where you can go online and get some cool stuff like this. This is one of their designs. It's called Time Wasted Design. Um, and they have this on different, two or three different ones for this on the Time Wasted on tees and flannels and hoodies and hats. And then they have one called... Uh, Broken, Not Defeated is one of their campaigns, um, and it's pretty cool as well. So check them out. Um, use that link. You can use the C Sportscast 10 uh, to get 10% discount. And then on top of the 10% discount, if you order over $75, your shipping and handling is free. So that's a pretty cool thing right now at Christmas time. I ordered this and it come in in about five to seven days and they're out of Arizona. They come in from out of Arizona. So I just want to throw that in real quick before we get started and uh, let you guys know about that. So what do you think too, John? Do you like my new shirt? Yeah, I like it, man. It uh, looks good on you. Looks fresh. Looks fresh. <laughs> It's brand new. Came out of the bag. Fresh. <laughs> so clean, clean. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're going to get going. Um, there's one, one college football game this week. And this is the week every year after the championship game week where Army and Navy play each other. Um, and uh, you got the – the midshipmen and the cadets, and, you know, everybody's out there. They're all in uniform. It is a it is a spectacle to see and to be well, a part of. And, a, and the thing is, too, about this game, what a lot of people don't understand is you can throw horrible records out, you know, because I've seen, you know, in this series where Army has been pitiful and Navy has been on the same side of things, and it's been almost a nip and tuck game all the way. And they and most of the time they it is a close game. It is. I remember one 
what was it, two or three years ago where they had a big snowstorm? Um, there was one where they played in the snow. Um, Philadelphia, I think, was supposed to get over six inches of snow. Right. And it snowed the entire night. Um, I just love this game for multiple reasons. A lot of it is for our country and uh, what ha- whatnot. But the other is just the fact that the rivalry has been going for so long. And at the end of the day, you know, you get to it's it's the only spectacle game on TV all weekend long. Yep, it's, it's the it's, only it's, college football game on. It's the headliner. Week. Yep. Yep. Um, and like I said, they play this every year after the championship game weekend. Roberts, what do you think about this game? Do you ever you ever pay attention to it? I do my best to to, to pay attention to it. Um, I have, uh, I guess, cousin that was in the Navy, uh, uncles that were in the Navy. So, go Navy, beat Army. Yeah, I definitely will do my best to pay attention every year for this one. I I know that it's always, uh, you know, it's the week after all the championship games, and there's usually nothing nothing else that's going on. So, uh, if I'm around a TV at was it 1.30, 2.30 in the afternoon on CBS yeah, it's on, it's generally? On CBS, yeah. yep. Used but to. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Back back in the 90s, I guess, when we was growing up, you know, it used to be played during the, during the tournaments. Or not tournaments, but during the championship week. But apparently they, they moved it as it got, you know, later on, they moved it to the last – game of the year i can't remember exactly when they moved it but it's been several years back now if i remember correctly it used to be on a friday instead of a saturday i can't remember to be honest i know they moved it i I do know that they moved the game so i mean it's a spectacle because you know you've got all the cadets and everybody that are there in uniform um, the stadium is usually split about half and half between the Navy midshipmen and the cadets and everything. And it's just um, really neat to see. So it's a neat game to turn on if you, you know, uh, get a chance to turn on or never seen it or whatever. Turn this game on. It's, it's a cool game to see. Um, and I'll give you just a little bit. So it's played in Philadelphia at Lincoln Financial Field. Um, Navy is a two and a half point dog um, in this game. So the Army is favored by two and a half. And the over under on this game is 32 and a half. That's almost as bad as the Music City Bowl coming up. We'll talk about that another time. I, we won't get into I knew, that. I knew you was going that direction. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hammonds. I kind of laid it out there for you. Um, go ahead, and I'll let you kind of talk about this game, and then we'll you can pick it. Um. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to go Army. I'm going to go with the favorite in this game. Um, Navy hasn't been real good this year, so – I think I'm just going to pick Army in this game. So, that's my pick. 
All right. Roberts? Again, as I've stated before, go Army. You're, sorry, go, go, go Navy. Be you're, Army. A Na you're a Navy guy? Go, go Navy. Right. Army. All right, so I'm going to try to give you a little bit of numbers on this. Um, Army has averaged 29.4 points a game offensively, and Navy's only averaged 22.4. Um, points allowed, Navy is 24.7, and the Army is 23. So just to kind of give you a few numbers on this game, um, lastly, Army is 5-6 and six for the season, and the Navy is 4-7. and seven. But here's what I want to do. I want to talk about the last five games, okay? The Navy is two and three in their last five games, but they beat UCF 17 to 14. They played Notre Dame and only lost 35 to 32 to Notre Dame. Then they lost to Cincinnati 20 to 10. And then they ended the season, the last game against a good Houston team and got beat 38 to 20. Um, the Army finished the season three and two. And they did lose a game to Troy, which was probably the best team that they played. Uh, but they played UMass, UConn the Air Force, and ULM, Louisiana Monroe, to end the season. So just to kind of give you a little bit of information on, on each one of these teams, you know, um, neither one of them is going to, you know, blow you away with the quarterback play. I think they both have a decent running back, so it's going to be, um, you know, kind of a, a running game with a little passing here and there. Um, but I'm going to give the nod to, to the Navy, Roberts. I, I'm going I'm to give the nod to the Navy. Just looking at the last five games and the games that they have played, I think maybe it might prepare them for this game. Does that make you happy since you're a Navy guy? Makes me feel better. <laughs> All right, so before we uh, – we switch over and kind of go into some basketball for the night. There's, let's talk about a few things that are going on that's that's happened. So, uh, uh, Brom was introduced at Louisville today as the head coach. Jeff Brom. Um, Kentucky better step it up. I'm just saying um, Jeff Brom does not like Kentucky at all. He's not a Kentucky guy. Um, he played at Louisville, beat Kentucky some when he was at Louisville, at, played a quarterback. And uh, he done really well as a head coach at Western. He's been to Purdue now and and won and done pretty good there. And I I fully believe that Jeff Brom will do a good job at Louisville um, and kind of get that program turned back around. Can't be no worse than what Satterfield done. I mean, it's – I think it'll be better. And, you know, the thing about Satterfield – in Louisville, I think there was a disconnect there. And I think the writing was on the wall. And I think that had Louisville, had Satterfield not left for Cincinnati, 
I think Louisville would have pulled the plug eventually on Satterfield, and they would just, you know, broke up eventually. Because Brown, because you I'm know, not Brown, sure. I'm not sure after Satterfield turned this season around that it would have happened this offseason. No, I mean they would have gave him one more year, but yeah, the Brown, the Brown thing was inevitable. And somebody mentioned today they had a press conference to interview him. Somebody put a funny quote on there said there was more fans at the press conference there was at the basketball game. I thought that oh, yeah. was pretty good. I was like, yeah, they're they're taking this all in, you know. Granted, we'll get to basketball later, but Kenny Payne. Well, I mean, they were super excited about Kenny Payne when he got hired was. too. But he jumped. But Kenny Payne kind of fell into a bad situation. Louisville, at least on foot, the football side of things, has a little bit of, um, you know, notoriety there. You know, the last couple of years. Well, let's talk about the the recruiting class that Satterfield had going at Louisville, the last I seen was ranked 18th. Yeah, and they um, lost they lost the five-star running back, Reuben Owens, to Texas A&M. Okay. Um, that, was, that was the big one. Right. You said five-star, right? Yeah, he was, a, he was actually a top five or ten player in the country, I think. Yeah, he, might, he might have been a four-star, maybe. Do you but know what he – do you know what the average going rate that that Texas A and M or yeah, well, I've already said it. Texas A and M is going for for five stars. You have five stars. What 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 your going rate is at Texas? Are you A&M? talking about money wise? Mm-hmm. I am. I don't know. You know- Quarter million. Two fifty to three hundred. That's what I figured. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing I'll say on that little issue. You can get all the five star players, four star players you want. But if it don't produce on the field like it did last year, what's the point? And then well, you have, okay. then you have twenty then you have twenty two of them that are leaving. Yes, that's exactly what I was fixed to say. So twenty two of them have put their name in the transfer portal. I'm gonna tell you something. If you can't develop talent, you look at Mark Stoops at Kentucky. You look at Kirby Smart, guys that can develop talent. My, my biggest thing with Texas A&M has always been Jimbo Fisher does not know – he does not know how to use a quarterback right. Jamison Winston – people might jump me for this, but Jamison Winston saved his tail. Yeah, Florida State, yeah. As much as people say, oh, it was uh, – you know, it was and produced you know, a big headache. He did. All right. So, so, real quick, let's run down some of the awards that was given out tonight. Caleb Williams um, was voted AP Player of the Year. And just so y'all know, Sonny Dykes was voted AP Coach of the Year. Yes, sir. Just had to throw that out there. I've been saying it for two or three weeks. I was going to mention it tonight. Wait, what, were you, what, what were you saying about Sonny Dykes the last couple <laughs> weeks? That he was coach of the year. You know I was saying it. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see. There's a few other that I wanted to mention. So, uh, 
B. John Robinson won the Dope Award. Um, Jalen Hyatt won the Blitzen Cup. Yeah. Um, there was one more that I was wanting to mention. Will Anderson won Best Defensive Player of the That's Year. That's it. That's it. Will Anderson won the Defensive Player of the Year. That's it. From Alabama. He's going to have a lot of hardware in his house. Yeah. Isn't that, yeah, back, isn't that back-to-back Defensive Player of the Year? Yeah, he's he's going to be a really good pro. Yeah. So, uh, and then um, Max Duggan. Duggan. What's his name? Max Duggan. Is it Duggan? I, I want to say Duggan, Duggan every time. Duggan, yeah. Duggan. He won the Davey O'Brien Award. Yes, mm-hmm. for the top quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. So – those are the some of the awards that was given out tonight that I just kind of wanted to mention before we move on to basketball um, and kind of finish up a little stuff there uh, in football. Is there anything else y'all want to throw out as far as football stuff before we move to basketball and pick games? Uh, let's see. The transfer portal's crazy. I mean, we all know that. Correct. Looks like what Jalen Hyde won the Bolitnikoff. Yes, he did. So, I mean, just putting that out there. Just yep. And uh, just to throw it in there, Hendon Hooker did win AP SEC Player of the Year despite despite his injury. Yeah. So, I just want to throw that out. <clears throat> I would go. I would go on a rant, but I'll I'll, I'll not. So. Well, I mean, I just want. To make sure that people know, despite his injury, he he still played well enough this year. He did. That he deserves some awards. So he deserves that's, some. That's he deserved to be in New York Saturday, in my opinion. He did absolutely. I agree with that as well. But I was happy to see that he at least you know that he was being recognized for the season that he had because he did have a great season. So. He did. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move on to basketball, and we're going to pick some basketball games. So we're going to start with Friday night. Um, Washington <clears throat> plays at Gonzaga. Give me the Zags. On Friday night. Give me the Zags. All right. That's all I'll say. Just give me the Zags. That's all you're going to say on it? Yeah, Washington's got Keon Brooks on there, you know. They got a good good team, but people don't understand going to the kennel is probably one of the hardest places to play. It's small. The crowd's on top of you. Um, I don't even think Gonzaga's in the last two or three years, have they even lost a game there? Probably not. It only only holds 6,000 people. Yeah, it's it's a small arena. Yeah, yeah. So, and that crowd to me is very intimidating. Well, Washington is seven and two. Gonzaga has actually lost a game or two, surprisingly, and are six and three. So, yeah, but everybody's kind of having a rough year this year. I mean, everybody's beating up on each other. 
But now I will give them credit. Gonzaga is playing a little tougher schedule too. Yeah, they are. They've they've had to go through Texas, Kentucky. Um, who was the just recent? Was it? Um, well, so I don't believe it was Illinois, was it? They played Baylor. Baylor, that's who it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they played Purdue. That's right. Purdue Purdue beat them pretty handily. Yeah. So, yeah, they've – you can't deny Mark Few. He's he's playing a – he's playing a – No, he's playing a whole lot tougher schedule this time than he, than he eating, has. A lot of eating, people – A lot of people complained for a couple of years there. Oh, yeah. didn't play nobody, you know. Right. But now he's – I think he's doing a lot more of that to prepare him for the tournament. I think he is too. So, Roberts, what are you going to say in the Washington-Gonzaga game? I'm going to go Washington. You're going to go Washington? Yeah, I'm going to go Washington. I just want to be opposite of John. All right. Well, so the Huskies do have UK transfer Keon Brooks. He is leading the team in scoring at 16.6 points a game, uh, which is not surprising to me at all. Um, Keon Brooks is a good player. I wish him nothing but the best. Um, I hope he – uh, leads the team and leads the team to the NCAA tournament and uh, uh, gets to experience a win there because he didn't get to do that at Kentucky. So, um, <laughs> which is a little bit terrible to say. But having said all that, I do believe that Gonzaga is tough to beat at home. I think they'll have a hard time handling Drew Timmy. Um, and my my biggest issue with Gonzaga is their guard play. I don't think their guard play is quite as good as it has been the last couple of years with Timmy. I think this year is just a little bit off, and that's probably one reason why they're losing a couple of these games. Um, But I am going to go with the Zags in this game at home. So – we're gonna we're gonna start off with with that, and let me see if I can't find my list here. All right, so the next game is Saturday. We're we're talking about Penn State at Illinois. <clears throat> I I like Illinois in this game. Um, Penn State to me is a lot better this year. You know they they gave Michigan State a really tough game. What was it the other night? A couple nights ago, maybe last night. But Illinois right now is playing at a level that you know I've I've not seen them play at in the regular season. You know they played late in the year when they had the um, Trophy Coburn. What was it when they went to the round of 32? Everybody thought they was going to be really good and go to the final four, but they didn't really get hot till the end of the year. Um, this is different for them because usually they start out slow, but right now they've been starting out a lot faster. Um, Terrence Shanning Jr. is a wonderful athlete. He can take over a game. Um, he took over the game the other night and won it for them. Um, they got yeah, a really good player, and is it Coleman Hawkins? Um, 
He's a really good player. They also got a um, former, what was it, slash forward guard, Matthew Mayer um, from Baylor. Um, he's a really good player for them. Mayer's a good player. They got a really good basketball Mayer team. Mayer a good player? Yeah, they're good. Uh, Mayer the good player? Yeah, yeah, I got yes, you. I'm, I'm going to take Illinois in this game. Me too. Right. I'm taking and Illinois it, as well. And it's at Champaign, so I'm going to take Illinois in this game as well. Um, I kind of agree with everything you said, Hammonds. I mean, they've got um, – Illinois has just got overall better players. I mean, with Shannon and Mayer and a couple of the guys that you're talking about there. So, um, you know, I, I think, you know, Shannon's averaging 19.3 a game, and I just am not sure – on the road that Penn State's going to be able to handle. Illinois played uh, really well in the tournament that they played in early in the year. Um, they did lose a couple of games um, to really good teams. And, uh, you know, Maryland beat them, uh, and they lost to a couple of good teams. But I am going to pick Illinois. Uh, the next game we're going to talk about is Oklahoma goes to Arkansas. Now – I want to this throw this is, out. Arkansas did did lose a lose a, lose a guy the other night with a knee injury. Trevin Brazil. Yeah, Brazil. Yeah, I don't. I like this Arkansas team, but right now they're 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 just playing so inconsistent at times. You know, against UNC Greensboro, it was like a rock fight, and they only won by like six or seven points. Well, that was the night that. Brazil, Brazil got hurt. I think Brazil is going to hurt them some um, yeah. down the road. I mean, they're still a good team, but I think his presence on the floor and in the middle and making the plays that he does is going to hurt them a little bit. But I think I'm going to take Arkansas in this game. Um, Arkansas is not at the level right now that they're going to be. Um, but once you get to the SEC tournament, and get to the end of February, I think you'll see the Hogs playing pretty good basketball. This game, I don't know if I said at, but this game is actually played in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a neutral game, I believe. Yeah, it's a neutral game. I just want to make sure that I said that and said it right. I, too, will go with the Hogs. We're going to call the Hogs. You're going to call the hogs? Yep. Ooh, big suey. <laughs> Boy, that was, that, was, that was pitiful, Roberts. It was. It was. It was. <laughs> All right. So, um, you know, I really like this Arkansas team. I do believe losing their guard, Brazil, is going to hurt them down the road. And this Oklahoma team is 7-2. and two. Um. You know, they have a Sherfield guy that's averaging 17 a game. I mean, you know, they 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 have started the season out pretty well. And Arkansas's 8-1. I am gonna go with the Hogs in this game as well, though. Um, I believe that's the 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 better team, but the better team doesn't always win, so we'll go with that. So our next game Saturday is Purdue at Nebraska. This is a big matchup in December. This is one of those I'm not sure about. I don't know where this come from. So, but um, 
What do you got? I'm, I'm taking Purdue here. Yeah, Nebraska beat. Um, beat. They beat Michigan State handily. Michigan State, yeah. But at the same time, they come back. What was it last night? And they look. It was like the old same old Nebraska. So, and it's at Purdue, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm. Hang on, I, I went to a different screen because I said, I said they beat Michigan State. I think, I think I said that wrong. I'm thinking about another team. They actually beat Creighton. Is who they beat. Creighton. That's right. And. This game is at, at the Mackey Center, and I just don't see Nebraska going into the Mackey Center. Nope. This game hard. is in this game is in Lincoln. Oh, it's in Lincoln. Okay. Never yeah, mind. it's at Nebraska. But even even at Lincoln, I don't think. You know, Purdue. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. They probably got one of the better big men in the country, and Zach Edney. Um, they got really good guard play. Um, Purdue plays really good defense. Um, this is a Purdue team that I could see possibly going to the lead eight. Um, they're really good. And they they are. Really good. And they really, if I'm not mistaken, really isn't, Eddie, Eddie, isn't, isn't he leading the country in scoring? He is. And they got an awesome coach in Matt Painter. I, I, I don't say it enough about Matt Painter, what he does. He takes – guys that you normally wouldn't get at Kentucky and these other big schools, and he takes them and he develops them into what they need to be. And that's well, what I really like about Matt Painter. They run a concept, and they buy in, and, you know, they become a team. And they also run offense, run offensive sets. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. He, he runs a concept, you know, so, you know. And – Believe it or not, in the world of basketball, that actually works. <laughs> Just so you know. Robert? Yes. Uh, yes. Give me the Boilermaker. The, the Boilermakers? Boiler That's right. All right. I think let me, travel. Let, let me guess. The next game's Alabama Houston, right? Yes, sir. Well, I think I might have put them out of order, but yeah. So oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, it's San Diego State and yeah, uh, it's San Diego State yeah. and St. Mary's is the next one. Yeah, in well, in Phoenix. St. Mary's almost come a higher beating Houston than that. So St. Mary's has always got a good team. St. Mary's has been a thorn in Gonzaga's side in the West Coast Conference tournament for what last couple of years. Speaking of that, yes. Washington beat St. Mary's the other night. They did. And, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. San Diego State is a really good basketball team. Um, the thing about San Diego State, to me, they're just so they're just so darn inconsistent at times. You know, they'll have one or two good games, and then they'll go back and they'll play horrible basketball, and then they'll come back and they'll win five or six in a row. And it just it blows my mind, you know. And I don't know, maybe, um, maybe I'm throwing too much out there and not believing and having a little bit more faith in what they should be doing. But you know, at the at the end of the day, I, I still think San Diego State wins this game. 
Um, I'm not a big um, West Coast basketball guy, so this I mean, game's actually being played in Phoenix. Yeah, so I just don't think that conference is that good. Just my opinion. So, but that's All another right. topic. That's another Who are you taking in this day? game? Yeah. Give me San Diego State to upset this St. Mary's. Can I just say this? I think Gonzaga should be in a Power Five conference. That's just me. For basketball right, so I'll, only, I'll leave, I'll leave it at that. I'm going to go. I'm going to go and pick. I'm going to go and pick Purdue because I didn't pick the last time, and then. I'm also going with San Diego State in this game. Um, you know, if this was at home for St. Mary's, I'd probably pick them because they rarely lose at home. They actually yeah, lost. They they actually lost at home for the first time in a big streak just the other night. Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty good at home, and they they probably wouldn't lose at home, but because it's in Phoenix and not at home for St. Mary's, I'm going to go San Diego State. Mm-hmm. And then, John, the next game is probably the biggest game of the week as far as the rankings. Probably, probably the biggest game since the 1960s when Houston, you know, when they was getting to be a powerhouse in basketball. Yeah, I mean, with them being the number one team in the country right now, Alabama's eighth, I believe. Yeah, um, I, want, I want to say something real quick. Remember this name real quick. Brandon Miller plays for Alabama. He's an absolute stud. And they're going up against a team with Marcus Sasser and Houston that plays absolutely unreal three-point defense. And here's going to be the chess match in this game. Houston plays really good three-point defense. And, and Alabama, what do they like to do? Shoot the three. Shoot the three. They like to shoot. So like who's, to shoot the who's, going, who's going to win that battle is the question. And considering last year Alabama beat them at home, I believe I'm going to go the opposite direction this year and say Houston gets them. But I will say this. Alabama will give them everything that they want. Houston hasn't looked good at times. Um, they've had a couple games where they blow people out. But, you know, they had the Kent State game where they didn't play really well. They had the St. Mary's game where they didn't play really well. Um, there's a lot of teams in this co- in the country right now that's not playing up to par. You know, there's been teams getting not come out of the top 25. A lot North Carolina ranked preseason number one. So, you know, there's a lot of parity this year in college basketball, and I really love it. All yep. right. So, who are you going with in this big game, Roberts? I have a question here. Um, so last year there was a big little tussle, little little little. Uh, I don't know. They were they, they were they were kind of getting heated at the end of the game last year. Yeah, it was over. A, it was over a late. It was over a call that the ball went over the cylinder or something. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And. And, uh, you know, the coaches never really shook hands at the end of the game. Uh, in fact, um, I believe Alabama's coach stood out there and kind of was like this. 
<laughs> and just kind of stood there. And Kelvin Sampson walked away. And then the Alabama, or sorry, the Houston uh, players all took the trash cans and knocked them over and kicked well, it everywhere. And did all I will that say stuff. this. There was a Houston player. I can't remember his name. Last After one that he, came through came in and cleaned up everything. Through, he picked up the garbage. He picked it up. He did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But there was about three or four of them that were definitely kicking it and throwing things around. Yeah, it was uh, a, it was an ugly scene in Tuscaloosa last year. Yep. Uh, with that being said, Houston. <laughs> okay. You're yeah. just trying to stir something up is all you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is this is a big game. It's a big game. You know, there's actually a few big games where the SEC is going to play some big opponents. This is one of them. Um, you know, going being at Houston makes me want to pick them. But, man, I've just noticed they've, you know, Two or three games, they just seem like this team has a hard time scoring. Um, yeah, but think about this. Defense travels in college basketball. I, I mean, you're right, and you're probably right. They, they probably are going to lock them down on defense because that's what they do. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to take, the upset. The, I'm gonna take the, the upset, and I'm going to take Bama. Well, me and you, even me and you talked about this the other day about Houston. You said it's ugly basketball. It like is. It's, it's ugly. But if it wins you games, who cares, right? I, I agree with that. I fully agree with that. If it wins you a national championship, you'll take it right now. Absolutely. I, I don't care. If, the, if, you know, we can score 53 points a game if we're winning every one of them. I don't care. <laughs> all right so then the next one that we're going to talk about is auburn versus memphis in atlanta on saturday yeah you want to go first sure you're the auburn uh -huh. guy yeah. So, uh, anyway, so I believe uh, that uh, that Auburn. I'm gonna go Auburn on this one. Um, I just think that the Bruce Pearl style defense and the way that they play. I know that it's not very consistent this year, or at least it doesn't look pretty. Doesn't look. Sometimes it doesn't always look in sync. But I just I feel like that they will uh, put it together for this game. Um, and be able to pull the victory out in Atlanta because I believe that one's in Atlanta, right? That's what you said. It is. This game's being played in Atlanta. Yeah. Right. And um, but uh, you got I think uh, Johnny Broom, uh, you know, playing you know pretty good defense, um, playing you know the post really well, and then um, you've got again guys like Katie Johnson and and Zeb Jasper and. And um, some of the other guys that are uh, just, I mean, again, it's its going to be a Bruce Pearl, you know, kind of a fun and gun type game. So I think that, I think that, um, that Auburn pulls off the victory here. 
and remains undefeated. Undefeated, right. Correct. Okay. Hammonds? You're muted or something. Or he's lost in thought. He is now hanging out. All right. I don't know. I can't. I don't, I don't hear him now. Nope. 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 Well. All right, I'm going to have to put now. it in chat. There, there you are. There no, what it, yeah. what it was, I exited out of something, and it wouldn't let me back it wouldn't let me back home. My bad. That was my apologies. Right. But I'm going to go with Auburn on this game. Um, I like Bruce Pearl to win this game. You know, the up and down, like he said, fast pace. I don't think Memphis wants to play that. Memphis wants to, <clears throat> to drag this game out, and I think, you know, Auburn will do what they have to do and win this game. Does anybody find that weird that Penny Hardaway plays that way? Because he didn't play that was on the court. <laughs> yes, it's all about how you how you look at it. You know, some teams play fast pace. Some teams play fast pace off their It's defense. just weird to me because Penny, yeah. ever since he's been at Memphis, he always slows it down and plays this slow pace and everything. And, yeah, and he didn't play that way. That's not how he played. Yeah, it's. Di- I guess it can be different when you're a coach, though. I don't know. It's just kind of you know. usually don't see that, but yeah, it's um, I, I'm going to take I'm I'm going to take it and pick this game on the coach. I think Bruce Pearl will outcoach Penny Hardaway, and I think that uh, Auburn will win this game. That's just my take on it. I, I think the game. Will probably be pretty close through halftime into, you know, maybe the first five, ten minutes of the second half. And then I expect um, Auburn to push it out and maybe win by eight, ten, twelve. That, that'd be my guess, somewhere between eight and twelve. So that's where I'm going to go with that game. Um, and then on Saturday, we're going to go Kansas plays at Missouri. Hammonds, that is a big rivalry. It is. They hate each other more than anything. They do hate each other. That's a big rivalry game. And Kansas is ranked sixth in the country. But Missouri is 9-0. and oh. Yeah, they're pretty good. And uh, But at the end of the day – I like Kansas in this game. I just think Kansas is a better team. All right. Roberts, what do you say? Going to go with the home team, Missouri. It is at home for Missouri, and they are 9-0 this year. I will say this. This will probably be the most – rocking crowd Missouri has had in quite some time. Yes. In terms of atmosphere. Well, it holds 15,000. A couple of years ago. Yeah. 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 It holds 15,000, and I'm sure it'll be a full house, and they'll be crazy. 
Um, I can imagine beat Kansas, there'll be a court storm. They might be. Um, Most definitely. Gosh. I'm I'm going to pick Missouri, too, as much as I think I probably shouldn't. Um, I think the rivalry is going to is going to push them to victory at home in this game. So I'm going to pick Missouri in this game. Um, and the next game we're going to go to is Arizona versus Indiana. And this game is being played in Vegas. You know, I want to say something about this game. These two teams had some head-scratching losses just recently. Both of them did. But they before that, both of these teams had been playing really well. They had, yeah. I'm going to tell you something, folks. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. Playing on the road is the most difficult place to play. And that's how these two teams lost. Right. On the road. Right. <clears throat> and people don't understand. You say, well – they didn't play really well. They didn't have a chance. Well, go to a road game and find out. You know, you can ask Kentucky against Gonzaga. You can ask uh, who was it, uh, Colorado, but which that wasn't a really a road game with Tennessee. But you get what I mean. It was a, um, it was a, it was a home game for Tennessee basically what I was saying was Colorado was the road team and they just went in and they just slapped Tennessee around. Yeah. And that was first game of the year. Yeah. And then Tennessee went on a big streak and started playing really well. So, but, but it's really hard to win games on the road. And, but I think in this game, Trace Jackson for Indiana is really good. Bob, uh, what's the kid's name for Arizona? The little guard, uh, uh, I can't think of his name. The shooter, Ballo. Ballo is yeah. is the big. Yeah. I think this is going to be a fun matchup. Um, I think, you know, this could be one of those grinded out games because Indiana's wanting to grind this game out. Arizona wants to run. So whoever Arizona's always wanted to run for as far back as I can remember. Ever since they had Lute Olson, they was always far back as I can remember. That's how they played. Um since it's in where'd you say this game's at? Phoenix? It's actually being played in Vegas. In Vegas. It's it's part of some kind of Vegas clash or something. I'm gonna give the edge to Arizona because it's out there. If this was on the East Coast, I could see a lot of Indiana fans going. But this is going to be a home advantage for Arizona. It will be. Uh, Vegas, you know, is not too terrible at all, you know. From Arizona, yeah. From Arizona. So, give me Arizona and the Wildcats. Okay. Roberts? Give me the Cats. Okay. Give me the cats. He said he done that on purpose. Yeah, he's talking about the Kentucky cats. He done that on purpose. He knew it would throw me. Throw you for a loop. <laughs> um, you know, I grew up.
I just want to say this, man. I grew up and for a few years when I was a, a young kid, we moved to Southern Indiana. And this was in Bobby Knight's heyday. Okay. I'm talking early 80s um, when this was Bobby Knight's, like I said, heyday at Indiana. This was between the um, Isaiah Thomas and the, and the smart years, Keith smart years. All right. And, and offered years. So, and there was no more hated rival than Kentucky and Indiana in Southern Indiana. I was a little boy that would go to school and wear Kentucky stuff. Okay. And man, I'm going to tell you right now, they hated Kentucky more than any other team. I mean, they hated us. So the reason why I'm telling you this story is because it is hard for me to not recall and remember some of that stuff when it comes to Indiana. Um, even though it's been a lot of years since we've, we've played and everything else, and it's hard for me to go with them. But I told you that story because I'm going to pick the darn Hoosiers. <laughs> You're muted. Why? Why what? Why well, I was saying, why is he muted? <laughs> All right. So I'm going to take the darn Hoosiers. I do like uh, Trace Jackson Davis. He is, he's a really great player. Um, and I'm going to take Indiana in that game out there in Vegas. Um, and then another game in Vegas is Creighton versus BYU. Creighton hasn't really played real well lately. Um, they they took off and had a really good start to the year, and then they kind of nosedive. It's been that way the last, well, the last couple of years for Creighton. They've done pretty good, and then they just have these these games where they don't know how to play basketball at times. And but I think they'll route the ship this game, and I think they'll beat BYU. Um, if I'm not mistaken, didn't BYU lose to Utah Valley the other night? So they played – yes, last night and lost, yeah. Yeah, and I think this game, Creighton will, will be on their toes, and I think Creighton will have a better outcome this game. Okay. John give Roberts, blue, give me the Blue Jays. Yeah, give me Creighton at Omaha. Omaha. Omaha, Omaha. somewhere in the middle of America, there as John Ross <laughs> says. Different John. You sound like Peyton. Omaha. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with Creighton in this game as well. And then we got – I got one game picked out each day on Sunday – Maryland plays Tennessee in Brooklyn. This game is being played in Brooklyn. I think this would have been a lot better game had Maryland not – it'd still be a good game, but had Maryland not lost. They're both ranked. 
Opponents. Yeah. Um, Maryland's 13, Tennessee is seven right now. Maryland did lose the other night. Give me Tennessee. I think Tennessee wins this game just for the fact that I like their coaching more than I do Maryland's right now. I mean, okay. granted, Kevin Willard's a good coach, but I think he's, he's got doing to be, an awful good job. He is. I'm not saying that. I'm just think. I just think you know Rick Barnes is a veteran. He's been there and he knows how to win games towards the end and make plays. And uh, until March, that's right. Until, uh, until, until March, until March, and then, <laughs> yeah. and then he does know how to do it. Out. I had to throw that out there. Hey, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, with that one. I agree. I mean, you you had Kevin Durant and all them players and couldn't get to the Final Four. I mean, that's pretty. <laughs> Which he did get to the didn't he get to the Final Four one year with TJ? Ford? One time, I think he one made time. it. Finally, yeah, yeah, he finally got there. Yeah, that was when yeah. they had little TJ Ford. Yeah, with, one with time I think he made it, but he's had he's had the teams to do it seven or eight times. Oh, he had what was it? A couple of years back, the Tennessee team with Schofield and and Grant Williams. Yeah, and that was probably the best Tennessee team he's had in, had during his tenure there. Yeah, so you're going so, Tennessee over Maryland. I'm gonna go Tennessee this game here. All right, Robert, you got the Terps. Are you taking the Vols? VFL, VFL, Vol for life. <laughs> I don't like saying it. I really don't. I I read it. Brad tickles me when he has to pick a, a Tennessee game, man. Like, oh, you have no idea. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say this. I got another little story. I played high school ball against Kevin Willard. Um, he graduated from Bowling Green in my region. I went to Barron County High School and uh, had to play him for three years, at least once a year. And his teams were always tough, and he could knock down shots. And he was a floor general. And I think he's turned that into a successful coaching career. <clears throat> his dad was a coach. Um, and, you his know, dad, his dad – His dad coached under, under Rick Pitino, didn't he? His dad, his dad coached under Rick Pitino and learned under Rick Pitino. Um, and, uh, and then Kevin has followed in his dad's footsteps – and done a heck of a job. He's at Maryland. This is his first year, and he's already got them, you know, uh, right next to the top ten in the country. Um, mm-hmm. They did drop a game this this week, a tough game. Um, you know what's pretty amazing, what you just said about his dad? You know, Ralph? at one point, Ralph, at one point mm-hmm. they had Tubby Smith on the same staff. They had Leonard Hamilton on the same staff. And they had him, Ralph Willard, Ralph Willard, Tubby uh-huh. Smith, Leonard Hamilton, and wouldn't wouldn't Jimmy Dykes on one of those staffs? Yeah, J- uh, Jimmy Dykes was on the first staff. Yeah, he was on the first staff, wasn't he? Yeah. If you, I was looking, I'm, I, you bring up an interesting point. I was looking at games from 
back in the 90s, like te- teams that, you know, wasn't real good, but they made the tournament. Some of those coaches went on to higher-level programs. Look what Jay Wright did. He was at a small school and yep. went to Villanova. <clears throat> right. And it was amazing to see some of those coaches that was coaching some of them Whittler schools in the NCAA tournament to end up at bigger jobs down the road. It was it was pretty neat to see guys that was on the sidelines that you wouldn't have thought would have been on the sidelines, you know? And yeah. it's just kind of neat. It's kind of neat how they come up the coaching tree. Well, most people probably don't remember Ralph Willard, um, but he'd done a really good job at Western. He also done a good job at Pittsburgh. He was at Pittsburgh for quite a few years and done a good job there as well. Um, and then Kevin has kind of followed in his footsteps. Um, I interviewed a guy this week. We did. We interviewed a guy this week, uh, Coach Dan McHale, and he worked with Kevin Willard for about 10 years on the Iona and Seton Hall, um, both stops. So uh, kind of got a little bit of info and stuff about Kevin Willard this week. But it was cool to talk to Coach Dan McHale. We appreciate him being on with us. And I got to tell him about my little story playing against Kevin Willard in high school. It was kind of cool. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Living out uh, your glory days, man. Yeah, yeah. I had to talk about it a little bit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there was a connection. I had to, you know. I mean, yeah. I had to bring that up. I mean, come on. Um, talk about this game. Maryland, the game before last – they just beat the Illinois team that is looking really well. Now, they did stub their toe against Wisconsin the other night. Um, you know, as much as I want to, I'm going to pick Tennessee in this game. So, I think that Kevin and Maryland Terps are going to give them a game. No, I really do. I feel like that this is going to be a – a, a real close game and a fun game to watch. And, uh, again, that is on Sunday, and this game is in Brooklyn, New York. So, and then on Monday, in Vegas, Arizona State is playing Creighton in Vegas on Monday. Um Creighton will be coming off the BYU game on Saturday. They only have two days rest on this game. Um, and Arizona State is 9-1. and one. Um, They've started the season out 9-1 and one so far. Um, so, go ahead, Hammonds. What do you think about this game? Mm, give me Arizona State. Bobby freaking Hurley. Like John Rothstein says. Give me the Hurley. Okay. They are nine and one. Hurley's got them going out there. They're playing really good. Yeah. John Roberts. I'm going to go. Yeah, give me the Devils. There you go. Give me the Sun Devils. Arizona You're going to go with the Sun Devils, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm I'm going to stick with the Blue Jays. I really like this team. I think they have one of the better starting fives in the country. 
My only real holdback with Creighton is they don't have a whole lot off the bench. Um, but I do believe they have one of the better starting fives, just a jail, like, you know, starting five, just that group alone. I think they have one of the better starting fives in the country. I'm going to pick the Blue Jays. I thought we just talked about um, Creighton. We, we did. did. This, they're we playing back a Saturday back. game, and this is a Monday yeah. game. And this is a Monday game. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was and my then, fault. I thought, we was, I thought we was talking about Saturday. That was my fault. We skipped over to Monday. And then on Tuesday, Memphis is playing at Alabama next week, Tuesday. You know what's insane about the Arizona State thing you were just talking about? The only loss was to Texas Southern. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Like, well, you win all the games except Texas Southern. Like, this isn't Texas Southern from 1966 either, so, you know. No, I mean, you know, hey, we all can't be right every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. if they, if they, here's my thing, though, and real quick question about that. If that comes down to a seating thing, that's going to look bad on your resume if Texas Southern don't look really well. Right. It's going to be a talking point, you know. So, but they've made up for it. They're nine and one. So hopefully, hopefully Bobby Hurley will keep keep them on the straight. All right, let's go to Memphis going to Alabama next Tuesday night. I like Alabama in this game. I, I just it's at Alabama. Memphis seems like Memphis don't. When they have these big games, they just never get up for them. It's just I don't know. And Alabama possibly coming off of a loss against Houston, so yeah. And if that happens, you you pretty much in your mind you're going to take the tide on that deal, right? Because usually after a loss, you you want to prove yourself, you know. So all right, John Roberts. I think you picked Houston to beat them on Saturday. So, on Tuesday night, Memphis at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Memphis is going 0-2 against the state right here. <laughs> yeah, because they play Auburn on Saturday. So That's right. Yep. They're going to go 0-2 against the state. Okay. You know, I'm going to pick I'm going to pick the Tide in this game. Did I pick Alabama? I picked Alabama over Houston, didn't I? Yes. I did, didn't I? You did. You did. Hmm, I might have to change that one. Nah, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to take the tide in this game. I'm kind of with you, Hammonds. It seems like the Tigers just don't step up in some of these bigger games. So, And then um, on Wednesday night, Next week, UCLA plays at Maryland. And this will be after them playing Tennessee on Sunday. This will be next Wednesday, UCLA at Maryland. Both of these teams are ranked in the top 15. Go ahead, Hammonds. Uh, I'll let John take this one first. Okay. You said it was UCLA at Maryland? Yep, it is at Maryland. 
UCLA, of course, you know, has. Give me the Bruins. You going to take the Bruins? Yeah, I think I'll Doc take Doc West Jr., of course, you know, he's back on that team, one of the better players in the country. I think um, I'd take him, too, um, as a better player in this game. Um, so, even though Maryland's got some really good guards this year, they got they got some really good players. Um, give me UCLA in this game. All right, I'm not going against the Terps. Twice. I picked Tennessee. I'm going to take them to, to beat UCLA. Um, I think I think what Kevin's doing out there, he's doing a good job, and and I, I just I I don't believe that they're going to lose back to back games, even though they're playing two really good teams. I mean Tennessee and um, UCLA. They get one game in Brooklyn and one at home, so I'm going to pick them winning the home game against UCLA. All right, guys. So that kind of wraps up the uh, college basketball on the men's side. Is there any other game or anything on college basketball world that y'all want to talk about or bring up for the men's side? Yeah, Auburn's starting a different uh, point guard against Memphis. They are? Yep, Chance Westry is going to start over Trey Donaldson. Okay. Just throwing that out there. All right. Do you know what that means? No, means what's that, that mean? It means Memphis has no chance. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> All right. I got you. Come on. So you're saying there's a chance. That's right. <laughs> All right. So before we kind of wrap the show up, I always like to turn it to the women's basketball side for just a minute. I don't think we're going to pick any games. I did kind of run through the women's basketball games for this upcoming week um, and was kind of looking for ranked opponents and to talk about and stuff. But what I do want to talk about, there's been a couple of injuries. So um, the FUD girl from UConn hurt her knee the other night in a, in a loss um, against Notre Dame. And it come out this week that she's going to be out three to six weeks, which is going to really hurt UConn. Um, they were already down one play, and then FUD was kind of their, you know, the next best option for them. And she went down um, with a little knee problem and expect her to be gone for three to six weeks. So, And the reason why I'm bringing that up is the best game of the week is actually number six UConn at Maryland on Sunday. And Maryland's ranked 20th in the country, and that's probably looking at the rankings, probably the best game of the week. Um. So, you know, I, we're not going to pick it because I don't think it'd be quite fair to pick a game um, where probably two of the better players for UConn is not going to get to play. No. Uh, you know, so, you know, it's not it's not quite at that level. But, but I just wanted to bring that up. Um, 
I also wanted to bring up this this week in the girls' game that Texas and Louisville all fallen out of the top 25. Okay? And it's the first time since 1996 that at least one of those three teams has not been in the top 25 on the girls on the girls side of the ball. Um, Tennessee has a player. Her, her last name is Jackson. She, they have a player that not exactly sure what's going on with her. Um, all that's really being told is she's out indefinitely. I'm not exactly sure if it's a team issue. I'm not exactly sure what's going on with her, but they also played a couple of games with two girls in concussion protocol, and they've lost five games already this year. They were preseason number five, okay? Tennessee was, and they've lost five games there. As of last night, they were four and five. I'm not sure if they played since last night, but as of last night, they were four and five and had fallen completely out of the top 25, which if you know anything about Tennessee girls, that's pretty much been unheard of for the last 30 years, uh, 35. So um, I wanted to talk about that. And then also want to talk about Iowa there was a big game last night. Iowa Iowa State played against each other on the girls' side last night, and uh, Caitlin Clark and led her team to a seventy to fifty-seven win last night against Iowa State. And both of those teams were ranked in the top like twelve, or fifteen, something like that. So it it was a big game. Um, and, and earlier in the week, she got a triple double, and. Hammonds, did I tell you that she she holds? Did you hear me say it? When yeah, I, I heard she you say actually, it. She actually holds the triple uh, double record in the Big Ten, men's yeah. and women's. I mean, Pretty you nice. know, well, I mean, you know, the Big Ten's had players like Magic Johnson and Isaiah Thomas, and I mean, you know, over the years. So you would th- think, um, that the number would be a little higher than six. Caitlin Clark now has seven triple doubles in her career mm-hmm. and leads the Big Ten overall. Period. <clears throat> so uh, I just wanted to bring up those few things uh, on the side of the ball. I'll try to pay attention to some of it and bring some stuff up each week about the girls' game. Um, you know, if there is some big games going on, we'll try to talk about those. We might even try to pick a few of them um, down the road if there's some bigger games going on. Um, there's some there's some girls that, you know, Maryland's got a girl. Her first name is Diamond, and she is a flat player. Girl can shoot. Uh, St- uh, Stanford's got Hannah Jump. They can fill it up from deep. Um, Kentucky, to be honest with you, they've started out like eight and one, um, and are looking pretty good despite the fact they lost a whole lot last year and that she's, um, brought in seven, eight new girls to jail and come together. So, um, just talking a little bit about the girls ball. I'm really surprised at Louisville. Louisville was ranked at top like six or seven team early at preseason and 
their coach has had them in the top for years now. Like the girls' ball has been there for years. And uh, now he is filling up some spots again. Like they lost quite a bit, and he's got new players. Um, so maybe that's what it is. Maybe he'll get them going. Um, but that is, you know, Louisville basketball right now. I, I seen it the other day. Boys and girls. Now the the men's are zero and eight. Okay, so I want to say this. But their combined record is like five and twelve, four and twelve, or something. You Basket. just want to say this because because you're a Kentucky fan. <laughs> it's awful. I mean, I've never you, seen anything you like. You're relishing this. Yeah, you know, it's awful. I don't like um, Kenny Payne. Going there and, ha- and and what's going on there? I will say that, right? Um, he's got a, he's got a big job to do. Yep. All right. So before we go off the air, I want to bring this up. And um, on Sunday night, <clears throat> we're going to be featured on the Real Fresh Channel. YouTube channel. You can look that channel up um, on YouTube and our week wrap-up shows each Sunday night is going to be featured on this channel. This guy has a network channel um, where he is networking with other podcasts um, and um, they show pay-per-view wrestling events on this channel. They also have a pro sports pod, a comedy pod, a murder mystery pod, a sports betting pod that's on there. And then we're going to be the college sports feature on his channel. And uh, we want to give him a shout out. Um, And y'all check us out and check out the Real Fresh channel on YouTube. He is, uh, like I said, networking with quite a quite a few podcasts and we're excited to be a part of that. So I want to give him a shout on shout out on that. Also want to, I had this up on the screen earlier, but I didn't get a chance to talk about it. We're on Linktree. You can follow us on Linktree college Sportscast, and that's where you can follow all that we do. Um, we are broadcasting live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. And that's where you can find these live events. Um, but on Linktree, um, right now, we have a cap giveaway. Um, I'm going to be trying to get one of those in. You can win. We have two caps that were given away for Christmas. You can go on there. It's a Gleam giveaway. And you can go on the Linktree and click on the Gleam. It'll tell you how to enter. It's pretty easy. You go to our YouTube page or you go to my Twitter and follow. It's pretty simple stuff. Um but there's three ways that you can enter and have a chance to win one of our logo caps. Um, Roberts, anything you want to add to any of this stuff? I believe you said it all. All right. Well, again, this is my uh, Reaper Apparel Company shirt. Just to kind of give you guys an idea. 
Reaper Apparel Company just come in tonight. Y'all can check this out. Check out that uh, that link that I showed you. I'll put it up one more time before we head out. Um, this is the link. If you use that link, we will get. Uh, it'll help support us. Um, and then you can use that code C Sportscast ten for ten percent discount. All orders seventy five dollars or more is free shipping right now. So. Um, you can get an additional savings with that. I do want to say this. If you guys are on with us, we do encourage you to chat with us. There's a chat room in here, and uh, we will throw up the good questions and stuff and, uh, and, and discuss. You can, if we're on college game day, pick them like this. You can put your picks in, and we'll say, hey, um, you know, Chris wanted to pick Memphis or whoever. You know what I'm saying? Um, Roberts, you, you want some chats, right? Yes, I do. Yes, yeah. I like I like I like having the interactions here. So if, uh, anybody that wants to interact, that'd be great. And then we can uh, we can definitely then uh, you know highlight you on the show or whatnot. And uh, if you want to have anything tweets put on the screen, definitely, definitely interact. Absolutely. Just going to kind of throw that out before we get jump off the air. Um, and that's, that's going to wrap up our show for tonight. Our next show is going to be Sunday. Um, we'll be doing our week wrap up show. And then after that show is when uh, we'll be posting it uh, on the real fresh channel on Sunday evening. This will be our second week being on the real fresh channel. Uh, we were on last week, so you can go, and check us out from last week's episode on there until this Sunday. And then Sunday evening around 5-ish, uh, 5.30 Central Time, we should be up on the Real Fresh channel. So um, we appreciate everybody and everybody on and watching. And we will catch you guys on Sunday. Y'all have a good night.